Good morning, Sam. Let's see if this works a little better. Welcome to 10 Minutes with Jim. Another adventure on Route 66 and the back roads with America's favorite storyteller, Jim Hinckley. I borrowed that moniker from a recent review of Travel Route 66 that was published in the UK. It's kind of catchy and just a tad bit humbling. Let's see if I can live up to that title this morning. We'll start by telling you about an historic place in Missouri and then introduce you to the oldest continuously operated restaurant on Route 66. And we'll wrap it up with a few updates on the upcoming fall tour, which may be coming to a community near you. First, a hearty thank you to the boys of the road crew at roadcrew66.com for our theme song that always gets me to thinking about road trips, adventures on the open road, and road trips and adventures shared with friends. And we need to give a shout out to this week's sponsor, Grand Canyon Caverns and Inn, my go-to spot when I need a break from the world or just want to revisit my childhood. Located just west of Seligman, Arizona, this little roadside gym has been providing memory-making adventures for Route 66 travelers since 1927. And of course, this program and Jim Hinckley's America are also made possible through the magic of crowdfunding. I'm always amazed by what we can accomplish when folks commit to supporting us with contributions of just a few dollars per month. Our crowdfunding initiative is found on the Patreon platform at patreon.com slash America. Now, with business out of the way, we head out for Bellefontaine Neighbors in Missouri, now a suburb in North St. Louis County, where Bellefontaine Road and post-1936 U.S. 66 intersect. The namesake is Bellefontaine Springs, French for Beautiful Fountain on Coldwater Creek. Established in 1806 at the mouth of this creek, on a bluff above the Missouri River was Fort Bellefontaine. The fort remained a military installation through 1827. The small farming village that sprang up around the fort remained rural in nature into the late 1940s when it was transformed by the rise of suburbia after World War II. Today, most travelers simply view it as part of St. Louis. Now we move west to the Arizona Territory and Volunteer Springs that derived its name from a militia encampment at the site that was established in 1863. In 1876, Walter J. Hill moved a small flock of sheep to the area of the springs, and in 1882, the year the Atlantic and Pacific Railroad completed the railroad to this point, his sheep ranch was reputed to be the largest in the territory of Arizona. Hill was more than a sheep herder. He also served in a variety of law enforcement capacities in northern Arizona. Once, according to legend, while pursuing a gang wanted for robbery and rustling west along the Beale Wagon Road, a gun battle near the Colorado River left Hill severely wounded. Upon recovery, he relocated to California. With the establishment of a railroad siding at the springs and completion of a sawmill and lumber operation, a small community developed under the name of Bellamont for Bell Smith, daughter of F.W. Smith, General Superintendent of the Atlantic and Pacific Railroad. A post office established at the site in 1887 made the name official. For more than 50 years, it remained a railroad siding with a few shops and businesses that provided service to area ranchers as well as to travelers. Establishment of the Navajo Ordnance Depot, one of the nation's largest munitions storage depots for use in the Pacific Theater during World War II, transformed the isolated mountain community. 
In spite of the military presence, it still remained a small town dependent on Route 66 traffic for survival. A travel guide published in 1946 noted there were a store, post office, and two gas stations. As a bit of trivia, after the rerouting of Route 66 in New Mexico in 1936 that bypassed Glorieta Pass, Belmont became the highest community at any point along Route 66. The elevation is 7,130 feet. Belmont is now at the center of extensive residential development and as a result, the original character of Route 66 is difficult to discern. Primary attractions for travelers on that highway are the Route 66 Roadhouse and Grand Canyon Harley-Davidson, a full-service repair and rental dealership with gift shop. Our next stop is another forgotten Route 66 community, this time in Oklahoma. Bellevue began as a small ranching and farming community named by P.T. Fry, Creek County Superintendent who loved the view. The town was large enough to warrant establishment of a post office in February 1913, but the year of prosperity was relatively short, as evidenced by its closure in 1916. Its association with Route 66 spanned the period from 1926 to 1965, but aside from a couple of service stations and a garage, there was little need for the traveler to stop. Today, with the exception of just a few old homes, little remains. Now, as promised, the oldest continuously operated restaurant on Route 66 Still operated by the namesake family, the Berghoff Restaurant at 17 West Adams in Chicago, Illinois, opened in 1898 as a saloon that offered free sandwiches for lunch with the purchase of a nickel beer. During Prohibition, the family relocated the restaurant to its current location, less than a block to the east of the original. And upon the repeal of the Volstad Act in 1933, Herman Berghoff was the recipient of liquor license number one in the state of Illinois. The building that houses the restaurant is among the oldest in the Loop District. It dates to 1871, the year following the Great Fire that leveled most of the city. With great fanfare, the restaurant celebrated Centennial in 1998. Prized among collectors is the commemorative menu that features images from the restaurant's history that was created for the event. If this morning's program were to have an overall theme, with the exception of the Berghoff, it would be forgotten places along Route 66. Bernal is the site of the first stage stop east of Las Vegas on the Santa Fe Trail in New Mexico. The consensus is the name derives from a family association with Pascuala Bernal, who arrived in what would become the state of New Mexico with her husband Juan, a member of the Don Juan Anante expedition of 1598. The town, or what there is of it, is located on the pre-1937 alignment of Route 66. A short truncated segment of that original highway continues east of town for a short distance. Jerry McClanahan in the Easy Guide for Travelers 2nd Edition notes that an old store stands along this segment of road indicating its importance to the small community. And since we're in the neighborhood, let's visit another New Mexico town. Bernalillo is located on the Colonial Spanish Road, the El Camino Real, and the pre-1937 alignment of Route 66 north of Albuquerque. As with many places in New Mexico, the town is rooted in antiquity. There are historic records that indicate the original settlement on this site, a pueblo of the Tiwa Indians, served as the winter camp for the Coronado Expedition of 1540. This was one of the earliest areas settled by Spanish colonists in the New Mexico Territory. 
The earliest reference to Bernalillo is a 1696 record that notes a Real de Bernalillo at this location. As a bit of trivia, listed as one of the oldest residential sections in the United States with buildings that date to 1690, is the Las Casanitas neighborhood. I think we can squeeze in one more stop. This time we'll go to Illinois. The namesake for Berwyn is Berwyn, Pennsylvania, a town which in turn was named for the Berwyn Mountains of Wales. Legend has it that the selection of the name for the town in Illinois came from a timetable for the Pennsylvania Railroad. The post office opened under this name in April of 1891. Ogden Avenue, the town's 1.5-mile main street, is the course followed by U.S. 66. This corridor, lined with vintage-type streetlights adorned with Berwyn Route 66 and historic Route 66 signs, and a wide array of family-owned businesses, is the location for the city's Route 66 museum. Here's something that might surprise you. One of these family-run businesses is Ogden Top and Trim at 6609 West Ogden Avenue, managed by the original family that established the company in 1919 for the manufacture of carriage harnesses. It's now a leading specialist in the restoration of vintage automobile interiors. The city is quite active in development and promotion based upon association with Route 66. Indicative of this is the annual historic Route 66 car show hosted by the Berwyn Route 66 Committee. Chicago Magazine proclaimed the event celebrating its 29th year in 2019 as one of the five best things to do in the Chicago area. Amigos, that's all the time we have this week. I received the media copies of Murder and Mayhem on the Main Street of America, Tales from Bloody 66, on Friday, so I should be taking orders on the website, jimhinkleysamerica.com, defacing books with a signature and filling orders soon. The fall tour shaping up quickly. Check out the Facebook page or website for information about appearances. Schedule stops at this time include the Miles of Possibilities Conference in Normal, Illinois, and the 10th anniversary celebration for Connie Eccles at the Wagon Wheel Motel in Cuba, and at a fundraiser for the Hackett Auto Museum in Jackson, Michigan. Take care, amigos. See you next week for another adventure, unless we meet on the road beforehand. <laughs>